God's Word. What a blessing it is. Uh, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Luke 22. And as you're turning there, I just want to say just a couple things. Um, just what the Lord's been doing. Um, just past Wednesday night, uh, I got to go to Naples Jail Center, and they had a volunteer banquet there. And uh, I got to go, and as I went there, it was really awesome to see what God is doing, because when I went there, there was probably a total of only 12 volunteers. Uh, that's a jail that consists of about 600 inmates. Um, it's a pretty big, you know, pretty decent size. But what I got to see is I got to see God. It's amazing that I've, I'm even in that facility, and it's because of God. Um, and then not only that, but I also got news that in June, Lord willing, um, I'll be able to start a class every week as long as I want a class. And so God's opened that door, and I just want to give him the glory and the, and the praise for that. Um, there was something else. I, I can tell I'm getting older. I, I have half-timers. You know what that is? Half-time I remember, half-time I forget. So, um, but anyway, God, God's just opening up doors. Uh, what a blessing. I know what it was. Um, Lee County Sheriff's Office. I just went there this last week, Monday, for orientation. And uh, Lord willing, it'll start getting in there. That's, uh, that facility's 1,500 inmates. So, uh, and that's just a jail. Um, that's not even a prison. So God's doing things. I, I just want to give him the glory and the praise for what he's doing. And I uh, just want to let you all know just a little bit that he is doing things um, in spite of me. Praise the Lord. So here in Luke 22, we're going to look in here tonight and try to give you some things. Uh, I'm just a simple person. I'm very simple, very practical. Uh, I remember hearing preachers, um, well-known preachers, uh, saying this. I like putting the cookies on the bottom shelf where everybody can get them. And uh, praise the Lord for the bottom shelf uh, and preachers laying it out there. And, um, but anyway, just want to give you a few thoughts try to be a blessing to you here in Luke 22. And I'm going to, I want to look here in verse uh, number 31 and 32. This is where we're going to get the text from tonight. And it says this, The Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But look at this right here. But I have prayed for thee. That thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen, strengthen thy brethren. And what I want to give to you tonight is this, strengthening thy brethren. Strengthening thy brethren. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll look and see what God has for us tonight. Father, I just come to you, and I bow my head and my heart, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity that you have blessed now, Holy Spirit of God, I just asked you, would you just fill me with your unction? Would you take me out of the way in spite of myself? Lord, you know what we are, and you still love us. Thank you so much for that. And may you begin to work in each of our hearts. Lord, I know as I prepared, as I studied, as I looked into your word, I know what you did in my heart and in my life. And dear God, may you help each one of us to be what you want us to be. God, help us to get out of the way. And Lord, I just want to give you the praise, honor, and the glory for anything good you do. We know it's because of you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
This passage of scripture right here is Peter, and Peter's talking. But one of the things that I want you to understand about this whole passage, and as we're talking about strengthening the brethren, Peter was a man, and as you continue to read on through this chapter, well, let me just read it right here to you. In verse number 33, just drop down one more verse, and he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both to prison and to death. And I believe with all my heart, Peter, his mindset, his desire, he wanted to serve God. He wanted to do great things for the Lord Jesus Christ. He had, as I could, if, if I can say it this way, great willpower to do for God. But God, but Jesus was wanting to teach him something. What he was wanting to teach him was this. Later on, if you continue reading in this chapter, Peter denies Jesus three times. Peter knows the Lord and denies him three times. What Jesus is beginning to teach and what he wants to show is this, our weaknesses. See, we can't do in the power of our own strength. You can't do it. You can't make up your mind to live for God. You have to live in the power of his might. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to enable you and to strengthen you. And to, you need to yield to the Spirit. And so we're seeing, he's trying to teach Peter some things. He's saying, hey, your weakness is going to be revealed. Now let me ask you this question. How do you respond when your weaknesses are revealed? Boy, you know what? We like to throw Peter under the bus. We like, oh, Peter, man, that, you know, dirty bum. They did it. But wait a minute, wait a minute. What if that was you? What if you were in Peter's situation? Just the other day, uh, I get the opportunity. I'm not of a, much of a fisherman. Um, fishing is just not my thing, but my sons love it. And, uh, but the other day, I got to go out with Bryson. And I began to think about it. We throw Peter under the bus many times, but... Peter walked on water. As we were out on that boat on the water, and I thought, you know, people like to throw him under the bus, but Peter did some great things for God, despite of his weaknesses. But my question, back to that, how do you respond? Now, I'm just going to be forthright and very honest with you. I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am. And my wife, just this past week, and my son, my youngest son, Bryson, uh, they exposed some things on me this week. Not not hatefully, not trying to nail me to the wall, but they said the truth. And I'm going to be honest with you, I did not like it, Pastor Chris. I didn't. Matter of fact, I wanted to kind of rail up and say, who do you think you are? Don't look at me like that. We all do that. See, when our weaknesses are exposed, we don't like that. Someone says it this way, the truth hurts. But the truth, if we allow it, can help. And now one of the things that I see, Peter, God begins to work in, the Lord Jesus Christ begins to work in his heart. And he gives him some things and he's helping him. One of the things he tells him, he says, strengthen thy brethren. And I begin to just think about this a little bit. I'm a very physical person. And uh, one of the things not too long, hasn't even been a year ago, but less than a year ago, I had to have a hernia surgery. Now, I'm very active. I'm on the go. I do a lot of things. But let me tell you this. I struggled to get out of bed. I remember trying to get out of bed after that hernia surgery. I remember trying to get out of the bed because they tell you to get up and move around. The better they say that's good for you. But it didn't feel very good. But I remember, you know what? It took a process of time for me to strengthen. Time, it takes time to strengthen 
And Peter, what Jesus begins to tell Peter, he says, strengthen thy brethren. He also tells him in the scriptures three different times, he tells him, Peter, feed my lambs. Then he says, feed my sheep. What's he telling him? Give these people, give these people physical or spiritual food that they might have strength. So let's, let's look at something that, that one of the first things that I believe that helped Peter, that strengthened him, and to be strong in the Lord. And the Bible says here in 2 Peter uh, chapter number 1, verse number 21, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The first thing that the Lord Jesus used in Peter's life is this. He allowed Peter to write First and Second Peter. And he allowed Peter to write these to these believers, to these Christians, that he might strengthen them, that he might build them up, that he might love them, and that he might help them in their relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So what do you say, what does Peter give us here? The first thing that Peter gives us here is this. He wants us to be strong in the scriptures. He wants us to be strong in the scriptures. I remember many times um, in Winchester, Virginia, when I was the chaplain there, I would go into the laundry room, and there were two, always two men working in there, and this is what they would say to me. they say, chap, what's the word for the day? You know what they were saying? What they were saying was this, what has God given you today that you can give to us? See, the Lord wants us to be strong he wants us to be strong in the scriptures. Now, as I begin to think back, the scriptures, what does the scriptures do for you? First of all, the scriptures give you direction. And I remember when I first, after I got saved, I, got, I didn't get saved until 2003, November the 16th. I grew up in church. I, I was assistant pastor, I was the soul winning director, I had all those titles, but I didn't get saved until November the 16th, 2003. And after I got saved, after a short period of time, God began to work in my heart. And God said, look, you're just fulfilling a position that I didn't call you to. I got something more for you. And what he did is he began to work in my heart, and he called me to the Rock of Ages prison ministry. I've never been incarcerated. I've never, you say, why in the world are you in prison? Because God put it in my heart. God called me to do it. You say, how do you know that? Well, let me share with you from the scriptures. See, from the scriptures, how I know. One of the things the Rock of Ages did, and I say this all the time, and I'm very thankful for it, but Rock of Ages told me this. They said, if God called you, did the Lord Jesus Christ confirm it in his scriptures? Because he will give you scripture. He'll confirm his call to you in the scriptures. This is what the Lord gave to me in 2006. Before I went to the ministry of Rock of Ages, was on deputation, it says this, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. That's what God, God gave me that verse. And I knew that that's what God wanted me to do. And see, I could be strong and I could do what God wanted according to his direction because I was getting it from his word. See, our, his word, it gives us direction. But not only does his word give us direction, his word tells us his desires. And if I can say it this way, not only desires, but his will. What does God want for you? What does God want for me? And as we began to search this, and we, we came with Rock of Ages, and, and God did that and was there um, 
in Virginia doing the ministry. But then you, many of you know, a year and a half ago, God called, I don't want to say called, that's not the right word, God led us down here. I just want to give you some things from the scripture very quickly. I just want to give you some things that God gave me as I was doing this, as I was seeking his face, saying, God, what do you want? Um, and I want to turn Psalm 139. See, God will always confirm his desires, what he wants for you, what he wants for me. In Psalm 139, my wife and I and my, our family, we went, um, this is how things begin to transpire. This is how God began to work. My wife in Virginia was this way. She had no quality of life. My wife, if she got up in the morning and took a shower, she was doing good for the day. In a course of a month, if she went to church twice a month, she was doing very good. One day, the Lord began to speak to me and began to show me. And he said, Steve, if you don't do something for your wife, you're not going to have a wife. And I began to really begin to seek him. And I began to seek his word. I began to seek his face. And, uh, and we were, we were praying as a family. And I began to prepare the boy's heart saying, look, if God... God wants this. If he allows us, we're, we're moving to Florida. I knew we were going to come to Florida, and I knew we were going to be a part of Gospel Baptist Church. That's only two things that I knew. We moved down here and didn't even know where we were going to live. Didn't know what was taking place. And I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but this Psalm 139, my wife and I, Missy and I, were, got up one morning, and we were reading the Scripture, and God gave us this verse to both of us as we were reading in verse number 9, it says, If I take wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, God began to begin to show us, hey, it's the sea. He began to show us palm trees and scriptures. I can give you the references. He began to show us all these things. And a lot of people said, how could you do that? How could you? Why? This is how we could do it, because of the scriptures. See, God gave me confirmation. God showed me what I needed to do. And by the way, I want to... I want you to understand this. God will show you the same thing. See, we're noted. The missionary, I'm, I'm sure God's given him confirmation. See, the scriptures can make us strong, can make us strong in our direction and what we need to, to do for the Lord. But not only that, not only can the scriptures make us strong, but I want you to understand this. And I'm going to go back to the Luke passage. Look with me in verse number 31. Not only the scriptures can make us strong, but sifting. Sifting. Satan's sifting can make us strong. It says here in verse 31, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. And what that sifting is, and you know the whole process, it is there and it's trying to go through, it's shaking through the things that are, are, that are not good and it's keeping that which is valuable. And see what God allows in this verse and what, he, what Jesus is talking about in this verse, he says, Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you. 
Hey, do you realize anytime you desire to do something for God, you put a mark on your back and you are a target for Satan? Let me tell you something. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Some of you know, probably know what I'm talking about. But when you do something for God, you begin to face spiritual oppression. And I know what takes place, and my family knows what takes place. I know you, Dr. Crabb, you know what I'm talking about. But every time that I get ready to go into prison, I'm telling you, there's so much hostility, there's so much aggravation, there's so many different things. And what is Satan doing? Satan is there stirring up. He's wanting to cause trouble. Matter of fact, I want you to understand, I appreciate your prayers. Tuesday, I'm leaving for prison. It's been crazy this week. I mean, I'm telling you, my printer... I, all I wanted to do was print something, brother. Nothing complicated. I just print. That's all I wanted. Three and a half hours. I still never got it printed. I, computers are of the devil. I'm sorry. It's just, I just hate it. But I'm going to tell you, man, I got aggravated and frustrated. But you know what God was doing through that process? And as I shared earlier, what, what God is doing, you know what? He's, he's allowing Satan to put these things in our lives to sift us. Why? He's, he wants to get the impurities out. He wants us to get rid of those sins that so easily beset us. Those things that mess us up. Let me tell you something. Satan wants to sift you. And here's what he wants to do. And I've seen this and you know what I'm talking about. Satan tries to sift out all the good and he wants you to keep all the bad characteristics. He, all, he wants to, you to keep those bad things. Keep those things. Um, by the way, it's very easy for me to be sarcastic and hateful with my mouth. It's very easy for me to be negative. It's very easy. What am I saying? Satan wants me to keep those attributes. The Lord Jesus Christ wants me to have some self-control, have that allow the Holy Spirit to do it and help me through those things. So I want you to see sifting. When you begin to go through uh, spiritual oppression, when you begin to go through things, and by the way, when you get a lot of pressures and you have all these things of life, don't look at them as negative things. Look at those, hey, Jesus allowed Peter to go through this sifting. Why? Because he wanted to take him to greater heights. He wanted to take him to a better level, or to a higher level, that he might do some great things for him. Now, that moves, I'll move on to my next point with that. So not only the scriptures make us stronger, but the sifting make us stronger. But not only that, but the Spirit, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit. Um, it says here, Simon, Simon, Satan had desired you that I may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. The Holy Spirit, now think about this. In this passage of scripture, back here, Peter denied Jesus three times. And by the way, it's so amazing to me how God put Dr. Krabs in my mind. Peter was the same when he preached about Peter this morning. I didn't have a clue about that. But what's amazing is that Peter, how can he go from there to strengthening his brethren and also preaching at Pentecost, 8,000 being saved, 5,000. 3,000. What made the difference? Now listen to me, church. Walking in the Spirit of God, Peter began to realize he couldn't do God's work. He couldn't do anything. By the way, I want you to understand, God's work, people think, well, the preachers, the preaching. Let me tell you something. If you sing in the choir, you need to be filled with the Spirit. See, choir sing, and when people sing, it's not about performance, but it's about singing praise to the Savior. 
And let me, let me say this while I'm here. It's so easy to perform. Oh, me? You know what I'm talking about? It's easy to perform. But let's, let's do this. Let's live in demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's let people, when they see us, they say there's something different about us. And so we see in here, what was the difference in Peter? It was the Holy Spirit of God. It was him allowing the Holy Spirit to show him these weaknesses in his life and then, listen, being mature enough to allow God's word to strengthen him and allowing the Savior's prayers to help him. That's my last point. It says here that, that Jesus said, I have prayed for thee. Isn't it a comforting thing to know that people pray for you? I don't know about you, but many times as I go different places, people say, I'm, I'm praying for you. And what a blessing. You, we don't realize. You ever woke up in the middle of the night and God just put somebody on your heart and you just begin to pray for them? You know what? That's, that's an intercession prayer. That's not praying for your needs. That's praying for the needs of others. And right here in this passage of scriptures, what we see about Jesus and what we see that he was teaching Peter was, look, I love you, and I'm praying for you. I am with you. I'm going to help you through each step of the way. And the Lord was there praying for him. By the way, I want to encourage you, encourage myself, Lord, that the Lord will help us to pray for others and allow us to do what the Lord Jesus Christ. Now look at this one statement here. It says, and when thou art converted. You say, what does that mean? You know what? Jesus knew this. He said, when you come back to me, when you come back to me, he says, strengthen thy brother. Let me ask you this question. Are you walking with the Lord? Are you strong in the Lord? Are you strong in the scriptures? Could you take somebody, could you take the Bible and show somebody how to be saved if they needed to be saved? Could you take the Bible and show them, if it was a Jehovah Witness, could you show them their need of the Lord Jesus Christ? Not only the strong in the scriptures, but when you go, when when the Lord allows Satan to sift your life, to bring out your weaknesses. How do you respond to that? How do you act to that? And then also, are you filled with the Spirit? Are you allowing the Spirit of God to dwell in you? And then also, are you a man or woman of prayer? Prayer will give great power and want to help us to live for the Lord Jesus Christ. So, church, just a, just a thought that God has given me hey, we need to use these things. If it strengthened Peter, it can strengthen me, and it can strengthen you, that we might be the Christians that God wants us to be. So let's have your heads bowed and eyes closed. Father, I come to you. I know the thoughts were very simple, but God, may you work your word in each of our hearts. God, I know your word says that your word will not return void. May God, you work in our hearts. May you show us our weaknesses and may we respond with maturity spiritually. And may we not only mature spiritually, but may we be strengthened. May we be stronger to, today than we were yesterday for you. How strong are you in the Lord? Father, thank you. May you work in each heart. May you just have your will in, in the invitation time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As you stand to your feet, if the Lord spoke to your heart, maybe, maybe it's not even anything that I have preached.